Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend the steel in his bare hand. And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellas and girls, every day the city, state, and national offices of civilian defense organizations are swamped with letters from young people like yourselves. And most of the letters ask, what can I do, what part can I take in the national war effort? The writers of these letters are all too young to join the United States Armed Forces, too young to join any of the numerous home defense groups, and yet they ask, isn't there something we can do? Some of you listening now are no doubt among those who have written those letters, and I'll bet many of you who have not written have thought the same thing. Well, the answer is a very simple one, and here it is. You can do your part in civilian defense. You can help win this war by buying war-saving stamps regularly. How does that help, you ask? How can my dime or 20 or 40 or 50 cents help to win this war? That's easy, too. For instance, your dime, just 10 cents, will buy five 45 caliber bullets that can be used by our soldiers, sailors, or Marines to knock five Japs or five Nazis out of commission. And believe me, it's going to take a lot of those bullets to knock them all out and win the war. Another thing, 50 cents, which represents five 10 or two 25-cent war-saving stamps, will buy enough fuel oil to bring one of our destroyers a full mile closer to the Jap fleet in the Solomon Islands. And you know what happens when our Navy gets close enough to turn on the heat. And here's one more thing for you to think over. If every fellow and girl in the United States bought at least five ten-cent war-saving stamps every day, the amount of money they would lend to the government would buy enough fighter planes and bombers to blast Hitler's Luftwaffe right out of the air. So remember that each and every dime is important. That buying war-saving stamps is a very important way to help win this war. So keep in mind this slogan, repeated often to your family and friends. Every time you've got a dime, buy a war-saving stamp. And now, the adventures of Superman. 
when editor Perry White received an urgent letter from his French-Canadian friend, Sebastian Beauvais, requesting that he come to Beauvais' hunting lodge in northern Canada at once, White, together with Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and young Jimmy Olsen, made immediate arrangements to leave. And then suddenly, strange things began to happen, all obviously to prevent Perry White from making the trip. In our last episode, we learned how Kent, as Superman, met a curiously sinister character known only as the Laugher. Boldly, the Laugher admitted to Superman that he intended to prevent Perry White and his party from reaching Sebastian Beauvais' hunting lodge at any cost. As we continue our story today, we find ourselves in the rich, overly furnished penthouse apartment of the Laugher. There's the Laugher himself, sitting in that huge easy chair. As you can see, he's a tremendous man, a mountain of flesh with three chins and a ponderous stomach. His fat, stubby fingers are covered with glittering diamonds, and he sits like some great bloated frog, his tiny eyes half-closed, apparently deep in thought. Now his eyes open slowly, and he stares at a man who is fast asleep on a nearby couch. Something strikes him as funny, and he laughs softly. <laughs> Sleepy. Wake up. Wake up, I say. <laughs> Wake up, Sleepy. Open those droopy eyes of yours. Okay, Laffer. You say so. <sighs> well, what's up? I've been sitting here, Sleepy, indulging in deep thought. Uh, yeah. Would you be even faintly interested in what I was thinking about, Sleepy? Well, I'd much rather catch some more shut-eye laughter. But if you want to talk, well, go right ahead. I'll listen, but I won't understand half of what you say. I hardly ever do. Don't you ever do anything but sleep, Sleepy? Don't you ever do anything but think? No. Same here. That's why they call me Sleepy. Uh, go ahead and talk. I'm listening. I've been thinking about this rather fantastic person known as Superman. He was here an hour ago, just before you arrived. <laughs> he amused me terribly. <laughs> and yet, Sleepy, there is something about him that, that I cannot take lightly. Uh, I'm afraid you're not listening, Sleepy. Oh, 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 I am, I am. Go right ahead. Uh, you don't take this King Superman lightly. That's right. Sleepy... For the very first time in my entire career, I feel that I have met my match. Nuts. No. No, really. For the first time as far back as I can remember, I shall have to exercise every faculty, every talent that I possess. And that concerns me a little, Sleepy. For truth to tell, I have not really used my talents in a long, long time. I repeat, nuts. <laughs> Oh, I know. You have a wonderful opinion of me, Sleepy. And so you should. Truly, I am a remarkable person. Probably the greatest mastermind that ever lived. Absolutely. The tops. But my brain, that magnificent organ which I so fortunately possess, has suffered a little from disuse. And so I worry somewhat now that I have challenged Superman to a duel, to a fight to the finish. He's all muscle, ain't he? If what I have heard of this Superman is true, he is not only the possessor of singular muscular strength, but his mind is equally well developed. Ah, uh, it can't be as good as yours. You flatter me, Sleepy. However, I agree with you completely. There has never been, 
And there never will be again such a brain as mine. But to get to the point of what I was thinking... Yeah, let's do that there. Editor Perry White of the Daily Planet, Miss Lois Lane, a very efficient young woman who works as a reporter on the paper, and Clark Kent, another reporter, are taking the plane to Ottawa tonight. <sighs> They're going, uh, so they think, into the Hudson Bay region to visit the hunting lodge of one Sebastian Beauvais. Hey, they can't do that. I told we didn't want nobody near that place. We don't, Sleepy. We don't. Therefore, it becomes imperative that we stop these people before they get there. In the course of my cerebral activity... Huh? You what? <laughs> cerebral activity. Oh. <laughs> thinking, do you? In the course of my thinking, Sleepy, mm. I made up my mind that it would be far easier to stop White and Miss Lane and Mr. Cantier Metropolis before they even board that plane to Ottawa. Oh, you don't want them to get even as far as the plane. That it? <laughs> That's it, precisely. Okay. Tell me where they are, and I'll give them the works. I'll mow them down. Ah, no, Sleepy. No, indeed. It's hardly as simple a job as that. And I am finding it difficult to devise a plan. Oh, your, pl your brain's rusty, because you ain't used it. That's all. Precisely. I can almost hear the wheels creaking slowly, trying desperately to move. But the oil of activity, Sleepy, the very act of forcing myself really to think soon begins to work. And the wheels of my brain begin to turn more swiftly. Yeah, I can almost see them. Superman, I say to myself, now that he knows I will attack his friends, will be near them every moment. They will never be out of his sight. He'll be watching, eternally vigilant, anticipating my every move, and wholly prepared to block me at every turn. Yeah, it's tough. Yes, but not without solution. Not at any rate to a brain like mine. <laughs> what do I decide to do? Oh, I don't know what. I decide that Superman cannot stop what he does not know about. And at once, a complete plan unfolds itself before me. Nice going, Laffer. I knew you'd come through. Thank you. I think I'd better tell you my plan since you are to carry it out within the next two hours. Oh, I was sort of figuring on hitting the hay early tonight. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'll sleep late tomorrow. What's the plan? To get to the airport from which the Ottawa plane will leave, White and Miss Lane and Kent will undoubtedly take a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> you, Sleepy, will be the driver of that taxi. Yeah, go on. They will get into the taxi and you will start to the airport. Somewhere along the route, however, you will pull up to a corner where there's a cigar store. You will say you want to get a package of cigarettes. What do I want with cigarettes? I don't smoke. They make me nervous Why I start losing... You're them. only pretending you want cigarettes. Oh, well, what happens then? You'll have a tiny box I shall give you. You will keep the box beside you on the driver's seat. Mm. And as you get out of the cab, you will press the button on the outside of that tiny box. Is that clear? Oh, well, what's in the box? Explosive. Enough explosive to blow that cab and everyone in the kingdom coming back again. Hey, that's a wonderful idea. Isn't it? There's only one thing that bothers me, Sleepy. I wish I had more time so that the bomb could be concealed. Well, I haven't, so we must do the best we can. I tell you, you will place your overcoat over the box on the seat beside you. There will be absolutely no chance of its being discovered. Okay, when do I start? I should telephone several people and make the necessary arrangements. A word of caution, Sleepy. Oh, yeah? Once you've pressed the button on that box of explosive, get out of the cab and leave it quickly. You will not have much time, you understand? Oh, yeah. 
good. <laughs> As a matter of fact, excellent. <laughs> excellent indeed. <laughs> No, we're just not making any time at all. This traffic is terrible. Take it easy, Mr. White. Sure, Chief. The driver's doing the best he can. Well, at this rate, we'll never reach the airport in time to catch that auto plane. Driver, can't you get out of this traffic? Oh, I don't know, mister. I don't know. Well, why don't you go down State Street? You can turn into it at the next light. Oh, okay. Anything you say. Say one thing. I've never seen such a sleepy cab driver in my life. Oh, has he heard you? Yeah, I heard it. Sure, I'm sleepy. My kid's got a bad cold. Kept me up all night. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. Uh, I'll sleep late tomorrow. When does the plane reach Ottawa, Chief? It's seven in the morning. We leave Ottawa at ten by private plane and arrive at Lake Mendo tomorrow night. From there, it's another day, packing into the wilderness by horse. Dear me, I'm beginning to feel like the great outdoor girl already. I uh, can't. Hmm? Uh, anything wrong? Wrong? No, no, Chief. What do you mean? You seem nervous and fidgety. You keep looking out the window every time we stop for a light. Well, you just don't seem yourself. Yes, Clark. What's the matter with you? I just noticed now as we stopped for this light, you unconsciously peered out both windows as if you were looking for someone. Oh, no, no, not at all. What was that? What? That laugh? Yes. A man passing by in the street laughed, that's all. What's so unusual about that? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. I wish we could make better time. It's getting late. Oh, stop worrying, Mr. White. We'll make it all right. I hope. What's he pulling up to the curb for? I don't know. Driver, what are you stopping for? If you don't mind, Mike, I want to get some cigarettes. Now, look here, Cappy. We're in a hurry. We've got to reach the airport in 15 minutes. No, Mike, it don't worry. i got to have some smoke. Now, you just stay where you are and get this cab started again. It won't take me long, bud. I'll be back in no time. Wait a minute. Come back here, you... you... Well, of all the colossal oh, nerves. Now, take it easy, Chief. He won't be but a second. No, that's not the point. While he's in my employ, he'll do what I tell him or else. Now, come on, both of you. We'll get out and get another cab. Oh, Mr. White. No buts, no buts. We'll get out and get another cab. And that's Cabs what... are scarce these days, Chief. We'll waste more time than we'll gain getting our luggage out and waiting for another taxi to come along. we better stay right here. I uh, suppose you're right. But I'll give that him a piece of my mind when he gets back. All right, all right. In the meantime, relax. Relax? How can I relax when we may miss that plane by second? No, we won't miss it. We'll reach the airport on time. So just do as Lois says and relax. Nothing to worry about, Chief. Absolutely nothing at all. Nothing to worry about. A box of high explosive lies beside the driver's seat hidden under a coat. At any moment, it will explode. Be sure to hear Monday's thrill-packed episode and listen every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow the adventures of Superman. Well, there goes Superman until Monday. Meanwhile, don't let the weekend go by without buying your share of war-saving stamps. And remember what I told you at the beginning of this program, you fellows and girls who are too young to join the armed forces or any of the national defense organizations. You can do your part, you can help win this war by buying war-saving stamps regularly. So let's make a pledge right now to buy war-saving stamps. Talk it over tonight with mother and dad. Ask them to give you a dime every day or even every other day for war-saving stamps. And then buy some extra ones out of your regular weekly allowance. And see if you can't get your friends to buy stamps regularly, too. Or why not organize a war savings club right on your block in your neighborhood? Make this your club slogan. Every time you've got a dime, buy a war savings stamp. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's... 
Follow the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual. <laughs>